This programme was first broadcast on Otago Access Radio and made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Well, Dunedin not-for-profit Just Atelier describes itself as a local solution to a global problem of social and environmental waste in the fashion industry. Just Atelier brings together like-minded fashion innovators, including designers and technicians and consumers who are committed to justice as well as great fashion. How does it all work in practice and how can you get involved? Let's ask Fiona Jenkins. Thanks for joining us on the show today. Good to have you with us. Good morning. Great to be here. Tell us how and why you established this. Well, it really comes from a passion for craft and getting involved and the ability to make your own things. So when I was growing up, and the same for my um, offsider, my partner in this enterprise, Fiona Clements, we both have always been into sewing, upcycling, remaking, all that kind of thing. And we realised it was a bit of a dying art, and there were a lot of people who wanted to know how to do these things, but didn't know where to start or um, what they needed. So we really wanted to get everyone involved in that process of being able to personalise what they wear, and to be able to wear things that were really meaningful to them personally. And importantly, this is very much around using um, what might otherwise be waste materials. What do we know about how much waste there is in the fashion industry? Waste in the fashion industry is really huge. Um, There's about I think it's about 20% of all fabric ends up on the cutting room floor. So once you've taken your um, bolt of fabric and you've cut out your T-shirts or whatever, then you're left with all these scrap bits and pieces which can't be used by the manufacturer. So it just ends up going to landfill, basically. So one of our major projects, um, and certainly part of Fiona Clement's philosophy with her fashion brand, uh, Senorita Orsomo, is to take those scraps and uh, piece them together to make the most amazing kind of patchwork fabrics. So it's all from new, like pre-consumer textile waste. Um, so it's really, it's giving the whole piece of that fabric the chance to, you know, have its day. <laughs> a wonderful idea. Um, wonderful ideas take a lot of energy to get off the ground. Tell us a little mm. bit about your story in that regard in terms of, you know, how you've managed to, to create a, a space for yourself, a physical space yeah. as well. Yeah. Well, it's been fantastic. It has been a really slow um, kind of process, gradually building it up, but really it is passion-driven. It's, it's something that we both will think about and do regardless. So it's been quite easy um, having that channel to direct all that energy into. And it's been wonderful, the support we've received locally and the interest um, just from people who, you know, kind of get the idea of, of wanting to bring back those traditional skills but give them a really funky modern twist. And uh, so we've, we um, well, originally the studio was set up in Fiona Clements's old studio. So she had a little bit of space in Vogel Street and she decided she would move upstairs to a bigger studio out there, which left that space free for us. Um, and thanks to the support that we've received from uh, Presbyterian Support and um, quite a few other places, we've been able to get um, old domestic sewing machines, tidy them up, get them running um, and get that sorted out. So that, that was a major um first step really was getting these sewing machines so that people who didn't have access to those things could just come and play 
That's a great part of town now to be set up in as we it kind of is. look forward to the to further development uh, in that kind of area and, and, and the more people being brought into that area. Absolutely. Exciting times really, isn't it? Yeah, it's really cool. So you're currently offering a number of ways that the general public can engage in workshops and so on. Run us through what you've got on offer. Right, well this week we're starting our Capture Wardrobe Creation Program. Uh, so that's... Uh, basically eight weeks um, through the school term, and we're helping people to create those basic essential items from their wardrobe. But rather than being a boring generic T-shirt or skirt, these are going to be personalised. So it's an opportunity for people to do a little bit of fabric um, experimentation, I guess, and uh, pattern work as well as uh, construction techniques. So uh, lots of fun. Um, So that's our Tuesday night regular classes. We also do a monthly mend, which is where people can bring along their clothes that are looking a little bit tired, and we can help them with hems, with holes, anything like that, replacing zips, all those little tricky jobs that you never quite get around to on your own. And we've just started also a monthly upcycling workshop which is a chance for people who want to potentially take something like an old shirt that they've really loved that's no longer wearable as a shirt uh, and turn it into something really fabulous. Um, So it's the whole unmaking and remaking for a new purpose idea. I guess, uh, you know, the byproduct of um, all of this activity is presumably uh, more idiosyncratic uh, and quite individualised looks Absolutely, yes. And I guess Dunedin's always been kind of welcoming of, of that idea. Yes, that's right. Yes, well, with a whole lot of students, you know, it's always been the sort of the scarfy fashion trend um, of whatever you can get in an op shop put with whatever will keep you warm. Yeah. Um, so I think there is that, that aspect of, of individuality, independence, um, not wanting to, to just go with the run-of-the-mill kind of style, but set your own fashion trend and things like that, which is really great. Yeah, so not only are you looking at uh, dealing with things like offcuts from um, from larger uh, enterprises, you're also looking at what's already in people's wardrobes, but that can have a second or third life. Yeah, absolutely. Even if it wasn't for the purpose that it was originally intended. That's right. Well, that's where the fun really begins. Well, tell us about that. Tell us about some of the more exciting creations you've seen. Right. Uh, well, we've got uh, skirts made out of old jeans. Um, bags are a real favourite. Um, people really like to make their own handbag because handbags are such a personal thing. Uh, so those have been made out of old dresses, jeans is very popular, shirts, all sorts of things really. Another byproduct, of course, and you've mentioned this, is the upskilling mm. in the general community of, of all the participants here. More people feeling confident about uh, not only um, you know, sewing, but in design and creation. Mm, definitely. You must have seen um, some transformations in people have been working with you. Yes, absolutely. Well, we take any skill level. So some people come to us having never touched a sewing machine. Other people come to us as very experienced uh, dressmakers and they're just wanting, you know, potentially they don't have space in their own homes and things like that. But um, it's really, really neat to see that uh, confidence boost from knowing, yes, I can, and uh, it's whatever people want to do. So is it just the two Fiona's uh, in terms of be- being hands-on with, with, with the teaching and the assistance side of things, or have you got other volunteers and things on board as well? 
We do have a couple of other volunteers who help us out, um, but we're always after more. Uh, so if anybody has an idea of a workshop or um, anything they want to, to, you know, have a space to run, we are very supportive to be able to provide you with everything from marketing support administration to actually helping you Fantastic. work beside you to teach that class. Now you are a not-for-profit, but correct. so but there are some nominal charges for for taking part in the workshops, mm. and and they need to cover, I guess, your operational expenses and things like that, and your equipment and so forth. That's right. Yes, it's pretty much just power, utilities, that sort of thing. Um, we work um, pretty much voluntary at this stage. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's we we keep it as affordable as possible, and um, have a range of payment options for those who find it difficult. Do you have any idea of how, uh, and I'm doing I'm doing air quotes here, <laughs> the fashion industry uh, per- perceives what you're doing? I think it's a real up-and-coming area of interest. There's an awful lot happening internationally with sustainable fashion, um, with upcycling. Um, it's the general concept that there is a lot of post-consumer waste as well as pre-consumer waste, so... It would really, there's a drive to, to find a solution for that rather than landfill. Are you involved in advocacy around that as well, or are you just really hands on the ground leading by example? Yes, we, we really um, want to get, um, well, we are into the advocacy side of things as well, uh, working with designers, helping them to implement sustainable practice, as well as consumers, you know, teaching them how do you shop effectively and and buy the things you need as opposed to looking at the price and things like that. What do you need to sustain what you're doing? Right. Well, it's fantastic just having people involved. That's really what motivates us and what keeps us going. So participation in our workshops, but also um, we're looking for volunteers to get involved with our what we're doing and we are also looking at various funding options as well. Like a not-for-profit I guess you spend a a good deal of your time uh, looking for the kind of financial support you need but there have been uh, already uh, people like was it Presbyterian Support Otago have helped out um, with what you're doing. Yes at the moment um, we've mostly been asking and mostly been receiving um, sort of gifts of of goods or services things like that so non-financial gifts um, which has been really helpful. It has saved us a lot of money. Um, but at the end of the day, we still need to eat as well. <laughs> um, so we're we're looking for funding to be able to, um, yeah, just get some help with the marketing side of things so that the information gets out to more people and they can see what's involved as well as you know, paying for all the administration time that goes on behind the scenes. Well, I'm absolutely sure that, that we listeners out there who'll be in, intrigued, interested and excited by the opportunities that you've mentioned with your workshops today. We won't run through them again, but perhaps you could tell us how people can find out more, where they can get in mm-hmm. touch with you. Absolutely. Well, our website is www.justitalia.org.nz and all our workshop details are there. You can also find us on Facebook at uh, Just Italia um, Eco Fashion Hub. Lovely stuff, and I will spell that for you, A-T-E-L-I-E-R, Italia. So, Fiona Jenkin, thank you so much for coming in uh, and joining us on the Awesome Morning Show today to tell us about this exciting enterprise. All the very best for the rest of your year. Thank you very much. This program was first broadcast on Otago Access Radio and made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air.